A lot of longtime listeners of this pod have probably taken advantage of that first-time Strava Craft Coffee offer where you guys can get 20% off. Good news for you guys. You can now get 20% off Strava Craft Coffee with a Strava Craft Coffee subscription and get your coffee every two, three, four, six, or eight weeks. And like I said, 20% off any product you are subscribing to with that promo code DMVR20. Of course, Strava Craft Coffee is packed with CBD and CBD, it's the new wave. Clay Thompson just partnered with a CBD company. It's been known to help cure long-term migraines, back pain, arthritis, IBS. It can help relieve some stress in these stressful times that we're living in. So you guys can get 20% off any product you are subscribing to with Strava Craft Coffee. Check them out online at StravaCraftCoffee.com and get your coffee delivered every two, three, four, six, or eight weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Friday vibes. Eric's feeling it. Friday vibes. Oh, man. <laughs> it's not bad, <laughs> what do you think, uh, Eric? Welcome in. Welcome in, friends, to another casual Friday episode of the DNBA show, live on Periscope YouTube. We are DNBR Nuggets. I'm your host today. I'm Brandon Vogt, joined by an all-star panel of guys who are on this show every single day. Um, to my left, usually hosting, just rocking in, in, uh, in the passenger seat today. It's Adam. What's up, everybody? Um, very, uh, that is very intriguing. Yeah, we lost Harrison. It's very intriguing seeing that was one year ago. It feels like it was like 10 years ago. We it look, looks like it was 10 years ago. We look like we went through 1-2020 since then. We look <laughs> terrible. So exactly. The worst part is that you've not even gone through a full 2020 since then. Oh, <laughs> I had to bring it back. Whoa! I had to bring it back. Sun's out. Wow. Adjust your televisions accordingly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I know where I'm going next. Um, also joined by the great Harrison Wynn, the Peloton Prince, a.k.a. Jackie Moon. Happy holiday weekend to you, Harrison Wynn. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Anybody got uh, any Halloween plans? Give me a sit in my apartment. <laughs> might dress my dad. I don't even know where I was going with that question. Like, yeah. What about you, D-Line Co.? The, the, the viewers may know him as Eric. What do you got planned this weekend? Well, Brendan, I'm glad you asked. I have absolutely nothing going on, just like the rest of the world. I'm going to stay inside of my apartment, much like Harrison Wind. I have no candy. I have no costume, and I couldn't be happier about it. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Perfect. We got some Halloween themed segments Vote, coming did up. Your later mic, like as show. soon as we go live, did it like cut down a bunch of levels? Did it? I think it did. That's <laughs> some, a bummer. Right, we'll do it live. We'll do it live. <laughs> we'll do it live. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. What a bunch of pros. This this what an all-star panel of pros. On, honest question though, real quick. Do you guys actually have Halloween costumes this year? Because I, I mean I don't. I mean obviously not going anywhere, but like do you do, Eric? You got you got one yeah. for this year? I've told you guys this no less than 500 times. Uh, I'll remember it this time. Around 10 years ago, I decided I'd purchase the last Halloween costume of my life. I bought a hot dog costume. I've been a hot dog every year since. I'll be a hot dog every year in the future. I have a hot dog costume. Eric, for somebody as creative as yourself, that is the least creative costume imaginable. Yeah, I I view Halloween as, uh, as below the standards of my creativity. I, Halloween does de- deserve my creativity. Halloween is only for single people and for children. I'm neither. And so. Yeah, I just can't do it. I just can't do it. He's out of the club. What the hell is that take? That was a great, that was, we haven't had the, like, we haven't had somebody get thrown out of the Get the F out of here. Time. I can't do it. My I God. 
two follow-up questions for you, Eric. Uh, a, have you washed the hot dog costume like with? Oh no, with abs- absolutely not. I don't think you can wash a costume like that. It's not built for to, for ten years worth of use. <laughs> and B, will you be wearing it by yourself in your living room? Um, I, I'm feeling the pressure from Harrison to go maybe put it on right now. I don't... <laughs> Do it. Do it. Wait, go, I'm not put going on, go put on the hot dog costume. I'm not going to. I don't view you as a, pro, as a peer, so I'm not going to be pressured. <laughs> uh, all right, we're going we're gonna to keep it casual, if you can't tell, on today's episode. But we do have a little bit of news, guys. Uh, a super producer guy hanging out with us. If you can pull up that tweet from the Stein line. We've got an update. We've got it, sort of. We've got an update on, on when our NBA season might be starting. Some rumors coming through. The Stein Is that a cue to guy? Everybody still... Tea and red peanut right up for guy. Casual for, for guy here. Okay. NBA players may only be offered a 50 game season. Mark Stein is told if the union insists on a mid January start rather than December 22nd, because the league's television partners do not want this season to stray too long, um, it would be a 50 game season, which would, of course, reduce player salaries significantly. Um, so, uh, Harrison Wynn, do you have any initial initial thoughts on this? I mean, I think. To me, it seems like we're heading towards a December 22nd start. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm just a little, like, thrown off by this tweet. Nate Duncan uh, raised this point on Twitter, and I thought it was a a good one. Um, So 72 games is okay starting December 22nd, but only 50 games is okay on January 18th. Uh, By that calculation, the league was going to play 22 games in 27 days between those two dates. I don't really get that. This seems like a pure negotiation tactic from the league that makes me think we're going to wind up with a uh, Christmas start. Mark? Yeah, that w- I thought that was a great point as well. The whole like, well, if we're not going to do it on Christmas, then I hope you guys are all fine with only playing 10 games and not making any money. Like <laughs> This kind of does feel yeah. like, like what it is. But at the, the flip side, and I actually believe this to be true, like, I don't think this is players versus owners per se. I think this is like, guys, there is a, we just have to understand there are real consequences to not starting on Christmas. I don't think anybody wants to start on Christmas because they're just like greedy, get out there and and play hard and do this. I think that's, hey, guys, if we don't, there was a great point I thought that um, Ethan Strauss had made the other day about if you give up Christmas, maybe you never get it back. The NFL, maybe they have a fluid schedule. They take that day over. I mean, things can change. So there's that. There's just trying to get in before the Olympics. There's what the television partners want. There's all these moving parts. And I think the whole idea of, like, just give us an extra month and then we'll come in. It's like, hey, it doesn't work that way. These things aren't just, like, linear, chop off this date, that date, and now we're good. Like, there's all these other moving parts to it. So I do think it's a little bit of posturing, but I don't think it's complete posturing. I actually do think there's something, too. If we don't do this early date, I don't think Adam Silver would have proposed. He knows how ridiculous December 22nd is for a timeline for NBA teams. I don't think he would have gone along with this and proposed this and allowed this to be the, the goalpost if it wasn't sort of necessary in a lot right. of ways. Yeah, Eric, they might be posturing, but do they have a leg to stand on when they posture up here? <sighs> Man. I'm so, I'm so eager to get back to some sort of semblance of normalcy outside of just everything else. Just for this show, where we don't like, we spent four months talking about the logistics of getting the playoffs back on track, whether or not yeah. we were going to play that season again. Like this is like anytime, yeah, anytime we're not playing NBA games and reacting to them, like all we're doing is talking about whether or not games are ever going to happen again <laughs> and how they're going to happen and what the what the, the cut-up is of the salary is and does LeBron James approve of the plan? And 
I mean, who knows? I mean, you, you have no idea what goes on in these these uh, <clears throat> these conversations. I tend to agree. It does feel like just you sort of throw out uh, something first and foremost to sort of understand uh, what the most dire situation would look like so that you can sort of like come back and forth and back and forth and find something that ultimately both sides agree on. But, man, <laughs> I just want – is it it's just like – I hate how much I have to question whether or not I'm allowed to want to watch people play basketball. Because I just really want to watch them play basketball. And it seems like in so many ways I'm not supposed to be rooting for it. Well, I I think a lot of players, if you ask them honestly, would want to play too. I don't think it's every player that would want to push for uh, MLK Day. There are a lot of guys out there and a lot of teams out there that, you know, haven't played like regular basketball in almost a year or even a year, year's time. So – uh, I don't think it's like a unanimous thing where every single player is pushing for this MLK day. Um, yeah. it, it's, I mean, you obviously know who the guys are that are pushing for it. You, you know who's behind it, but I don't think it's like a unanimous thing. And that's another reason why I think, you know, we'll get the Christmas yeah. day. Can you imagine if the Nuggets had not qualified to make it into the bubble and we were just left with the way the season ended wondering about michael porter jr wondering about bull bull like all of these like super duper unanswered questions and just like where we would be at thinking like where like how we would be thinking about jamal murray going into this next season how we would be oh, thinking yeah. about Jam- uh, nicole Jokic, the whole everyone like and imagine then you're the kings or something and they have all those questions that like all of these young teams Man. that are building towards something that just haven't had any answers for I, yeah I think about that a lot, what it's like for Kings fans. and so, Well, Kings fans at least got the bubble. Let's think about, like, Atlanta Hawks fans. Yeah, or, yeah. You right. know, teams that haven't not only haven't made the playoffs in recent history, but also who just, like, didn't get in the bubble or any of this. And you're like, man, as much as I like the NBA and I enjoy basketball, if the Nuggets weren't in that bubble, that wouldn't have really felt that much like a, you know, like we scratched the itch and now we can survive a little bit longer. So, yeah, not at all. those fan bases, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would want that December 22nd start for sure. And the Hawks are a good example because they are they were on the outside looking in, but they that fan base probably feels like they're close, right? They want some answers to some of these questions. Miroslav says it sounds lockout-y. And, you know, I remember the heavy skepticism I had about the, bu- the bubble. It just seemed like there were so many things that could go wrong. As Eric pointed out, we were debating this stuff, you know, every day. It wouldn't right. even happen. Through and the lens it- of ethics. And, and then morality. it went off without a hitch. And then it went off without a yeah. hitch. And, and I it was turns out su- it's the best thing there was they had going in the world. <laughs> and the players were um, pretty flexible, right? They they agreed to something, they got it done. And so I, I'm a little less sort of doomsday now with these outcomes. Like I, I think the players want to play. I think the league wants to get this going. And so I, I'm I'm expecting they reach some sort of solution. But as we've talked about, it's not going to be perfect. There's going to be a group of people who are feel like they're compromising and sacrificing one way or another. No. No. Um, we got some more news, guys, and it's – let's go well, back let, to Let me Brooklyn. just say one, oh. let, let, one last button on that, though, vote. The one thing I will say is that, that those comments, while they do feel like posturing, it also, to me, hints at maybe a turning point in these negotiations. So Miroslav did say lockouty. I don't know that it's going to head for that. But I don't know that this one, these negotiations are going to be as cordial and wrap up as cordial mm-hmm. as the last season, the bubble season wrapped up. I kind of feel like this might be the beginning of a bit of a schism, not just between the Board of Governors, a.k.a. the owners and the Players Association, but maybe even start to see fractions within the Players Association. And, and people forget, I think young people maybe forget this, but not every lockout has always been this like unified one side versus unified other. Oftentimes in 
some of these negotiations, especially this was the case back with David Stern, players associations started pointing fingers at each other and saying, hey, you're not on my side, and they fracture, and that's how it's the whole divide and conquer. Divide and conquer. And so I, when, I see, when I saw that from Mark Stein this morning, that was my first thought was, I don't know if this one's going to go as nice and, and smooth. Mm. Man, no, 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 we're great. All, like unified like we were eight months ago. But we this is what this, this is what always happens in the NFL with the Players Association because there's just so many players that come from a very wide uh, degree of backgrounds and they just can't find any sort of common ground between them. And so they always end up getting a terrible deal because they just can't come to terms amongst themselves. Well, and I think we, we've touched it on this show in the NBA Players Association. It's almost like a class divide issue, right? I mean, it's 1%, 99% a little bit. Totally and, and at this a lot point, of you, you really get this sense that when you, you get any sort of public statement from the association of Michelle Roberts, she's talking about the opinion of maybe six to ten guys, right? And and at least I get that sense. So based off everything that went down in the bubble um, and, and the sort of factions we saw forming, I do think that sort of divide is, is kind of on the table. As things go forward here um let's have a little more fun though stay in the realm of actual basketball news and updates we'll go back to brooklyn we talked about their jerseys yesterday let's talk about the coaching staff today guy you should have a, a tweet there from adrian wotranowski of espn so we know steve nash is the head coach now in brooklyn and it looks like he's finalizing a deal to bring in uh, his old friend his old coach mike d'antoni Whoa. as an assistant um this one is really I, I, fun weird uh, I'm not really sure what my reaction is to it, but I think it's so cool. Weird. Like, I, I like that this is happening. Um, and I just want to say it's, like, the opposite of what I always do on 2K, where you play till the guy retires and then you try to make them your assistant coach, like Tim Duncan <laughs> and Steve Nash every time. Um, this is this is really interesting, but probably a real positive if you're a, if you're a Nets fan, right? Yeah. Um, I love it, and I kind of want to take the Nets to win the East now. Like, <laughs> just like um, yeah, it's just like, I don't know. It seems like a nice fit. Um, we're not going to have any coaches. No, let's, let's have all the coaches. Uh, <laughs> maybe those two things cancel each other out. Um, no, I, I like it. Um, Mike D'Antoni, like obviously one of the most brilliant offensive minds in NBA history, uh, I think he can only add to Kyrie, KD, and uh, the Joe Harris big three. So I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, to this, I actually find this really interesting. And I'm with you, vote or win that I went from being like I'm kind of out on the nets. I don't know. Like I just could see it not working. To now I'm kind of like, okay, it's gonna work. And here's the thing. I find it interesting because I saw a lot of people saying, well, wow, man, Mike D'Antoni is better coach than Steve Nash. How's he the assistant? Like, what is Steve Nash gonna do? I actually. I actually, the more I've been around basketball and, and covering it, and just you know, the more I, more I've gotten close to it, I really do think in the NBA, the head coach's job, at least fifty percent, if not more of it, is about connecting with the players and just yep. leadership. Just mm -hmm. and all of the things. It sounds simple, but it's not simple. I'm talking about all of the things that go into keeping a group of fifteen guys on your court, as well as all the people in your organization, all on the same page. That's really, really hard to do. So I think with Nash. You know, that's the one of the things about D'Antoni is he's the ultimate roll the ball out there guy. Like he, he's really good about creating an offensive system, but then allowing all of the freedom within that system. Like, hey, these are the spots on the court that are expensive. These are the principles, but you guys do what you want to do within that. And I think that's what he's going to help bring to Brooklyn, which is going to be great. 
I just don't know that he would have connected with Kyrie Irving. Mm. I don't know if anybody would. But Steve Nash, I think he will. So to me, I look at that and I go, damn, that sucks. Because that's a, yesterday we had the 76ers, and it's like, ah, now they look competent. Now I look at Brooklyn and I go, ah, they look competent too. This sucks. I want less competent teams around the NBA, not more. And I really get the sense that KD and Kyrie, I mean, KD has sort of said this in so many words on his podcast appearances, like, he, he wanted to play with Kyrie because when he's playing against Kyrie, he has trouble guarding him, right? Like, it's a real player's player kind of evaluation yeah, sure. thing. Like, this is how they approach it. And I don't think KD is really trying to hear it from guys that, that aren't in his sort of tier of greatness. Um, and, and so I, it, you said it's at least 50% of the job. I think for Steve Nash in Brooklyn, it's going to be like 80% of the job. Yeah. Is can you, sure. can you connect to these two dudes? Can you speak their language? Um, and you let this great staff of assistants sort of work out the X's and O's, but getting Kyrie, getting KD to buy in on whatever that emerging culture is, that's Steve Nash's job. And I'm starting to get the sense that this is maybe going to work. I- I'm with you guys. I think this is a great hire. What do you think, Eric? So, I mean, we've definitely seen this where uh, big head coach, like head coaches have all of a sudden the next season become assistant coaches, like when Jason Kidd and... Not such a high-profile head coach, though, all of a sudden taking a, a back seat as a, an assistant coach, especially Mike D'Antoni, who's been a head coach and a prominent head coach for so many years. Like, it is really strange. I mean, I am really curious to what that dynamic is going to look like because at a certain point, and, and not only that, like, Mike D'Antoni was Steve Nash's coach, so you wonder, like, how that works where suddenly the student becomes the teacher situation. I mean, I imagine a lot of it, like you say, will be worked out by the fact that the players play and these guys will just be talking behind closed doors and just sort of coming up with strategy, and then at, at a certain point they just need to make sure that they, the team is not imploding. Um, but it is, it's super weird. It's like, it's super duper weird. You just don't know, like, I mean, cause you can have, you can have clashes like authority clashes sometimes where maybe Dan Tony's, you know, will will be like, well, I've done this this way so many years and Steve Nash didn't want to do it that way. Didn't like it when he did that. I mean, it'll probably work. I mean, I, I don't know. It's the East coast also. I mean, the Eastern conference also. So that seems to always be in complete flux so we'll have to see what happens it is crazy though that the warriors and the uh nets were essentially just latent this last year and are probably going to both come back as complete juggernauts like not even factoring into last season at all i don't know man it's crazy it is just the kind of life cycle of a head coach who's been around for a lot you know, he, he gets let go in Houston. I think the same thing's going to happen to, like, Nate McMillan, who sounds like he's going to get an assistant coaching job somewhere. You kind of just go off the radar for a year or two in an assistant job. Um, don't have as much stress on your uh, – don't have yeah. as much stress. Don't have any things on your plate. And then, you know, if you want another head coaching job, you can just kind of reemerge. But um, to go back to Adam's previous point, this is kind of how coaching staffs in the NBA are, have been trending over the last like several years. You have your head coach who's more of like your CEO type. Same thing's kind of happening in the NFL. Um, he's your CEO, and then like you have your offensive and defensive coordinators. It's the same thing in Denver with David Adelman and uh, Wes Unsell Jr. and Mike Malone. Uh, Dan Tony's their offensive guy. I don't know if it's Jock Vaughn or what other coach assistant is their defensive coordinator. And Steve Nash is just kind of their CEO, the guy who takes their ideas and – you know, meshes them together in, in the best way that he sees fit. So yeah. you, you're you not surprised, Harrison, to see D'Antoni not take a head coach job somewhere or not get well, offered? Well, there's only one job out there. There's only the Thunder job. Um, yeah. 
I, it seemed like he was a rumor, rumored to be, uh, yeah, to be in play for that Philly job. But they pounced on Doc pretty quickly, right when he got let go. So there's only one job, and he doesn't seem like a fit in hmm. Oklahoma City on a team that seems to be rebuilding. Gotcha. It would have, I would have been felt way worse about things if he would have gone to Philadelphia because if it would have been Maury and D'Antoni in Philadelphia, it would have been like, okay, man, now they're, now they're back again. Um, yeah. I do like, though, my favorite anecdote of all of this is that now Mike D'Antoni is on the Mike D'Antoni coaching tree. Big, big fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's a rare dynamic. That is good. That is good. All right, fellas, let's, uh, let's hit that first break when we come back. The real meat on the bone of today's show. We're going to fantasy draft some Halloween candy. So don't go anywhere. You know, I'm going to go put my hot dog costume on. There we go. Hey, God. The intro song is going to be the break song, too. But still go put on the hot dog costume. Yeah, but actually do go put the hot dog costume on. Make sure to pick up some Palisade peaches uh, this weekend. Great beer for uh, Halloween night where you're probably staying in. So. Can I declare, this is now the official song of the Palisade Peach Beer. Oh, it's perfect. This do we have to perfect. run that by Breck or no? <laughs> no we do we get perfect. to just decide? This is, this is what it sounds like when you drink a Palisade Peach. Yeah, like, just oh, wow. a good time, good vibes, yeah. no worries. Flower yeah. decals just appear on your shirt out of nowhere. Like, so true. Yeah. So true. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know where to pick up uh, any Palisade Peaches, check out the Breck Brew Beer Locator app on their website. And you can also get them at your local liquor store. You can go to Breck Brew Farmhouse. You can pick them up anywhere. Let's hit a DraftKings pick of the week. Oh, my. Every single week, I give you my DraftKings pick of the week. I can't wait um, to it is right now. <laughs> wow. You never know what it is. It could be anything. Um, so DraftKings has these really cool draft props where you can, like, bet over or under where a player will go in the first round, like, for their draft slot. Um, I don't advise to bet on any of these. Like, this is really lucky. There can be trades made. You know, guys can trade up, guys can trade down. Obi Toppin. Obi Toppin, I'm taking him to go over four and a half. So for him to get drafted at the fifth spot or later. um, What the hell, Eric? (laughs) What the hell? I thought it was my closet. Oh, it was just right next to his computer. It was literally right next to his computer. (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievable. I forgot I was wearing this last night. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm taking Obi Toppin to get picked with the fifth picker later. The over four and a half. Um, I I do not like Obi Toppin. I would not take him in the top five either. I don't think any uh, NBA team will. So that's my DraftKings pick of the week. Obi Toppin over four and a half. It's a lock, but he doesn't advise that you bet on it. Keep that in exactly. mind. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You work that out for yourself. Wow, yeah. Take that. that as you will. All righty. Are we back? We're back. Eric's back. Looks like we're ready to go. <laughs> you can totally take him seriously. I hope yeah. you ask, like, a hard-hitting question that's, like, very thin. He has to, like, answer it in that. I should probably wear this in my everyday life. I, this is the <laughs> this is the, the level of respect I get anyway. I might as well like solidify it. If you see a, a man on a personal electric scooter in a hot dog suit. With a with a very, very clear and distinct wine spill <laughs> <laughs> It can only be one man. <laughs> well listen guys, um this is gonna be a classic snake draft here. Oh, and boy. we're just Are gonna we try to draft? Oh, wow. Yeah, man. It's time to draft some Halloween candy. We're going to try to fill out a starting five. 
Yeah. I'm going to tweet out our starting fives. Yeah, and this is uh, big time. You guys are going to have to. You guys are going to have to vote for them. Nice and easy. How about that? I'm not seeing the numbers, but I assume we're getting a viewership spike right now. This is what yeah, people just went are up. waiting for. Just okay, cool. shot up. <laughs> so, you know what? I think uh, I'll go last. I got my order. Wind, you can start, man. No, no, you no. There's start. no order. I thought this was a draft. You know how a draft works? There's a first pick. We have to yeah, go in order. Yeah, like, yeah. it doesn't... <laughs> oh, you son yeah. of a bee. Oh, you wow. son of a biscuit. Guy has... <laughs> guy has unbelievable. We'll go, we'll go in the order of Eric's perfect... Flawless drawings, Alrighty. and then we'll snake back. I love you, Sifnerkish. Okay, Wind. With the first oh, pick first? in the 2020. Man, the oh my God! It's a LeBron James type thing, though, man. If you get the first pick, it's unfair because there's such a heavyweight at number one. Is there? Let's find out. I, no I, I one's picked. There's not a full Adam's consensus. Complaining. So. Not a full consensus. <laughs> um. You know, this is a tough pick because it's not my favorite candy, but I know it's the can't miss pick at number one. Oh, going with Reese's. You can't, you're not going to pick your own. This is going with Reese's. This, this is you already lose. I'm actually yeah. upset about this. So you're, not, you're just picking one that you think would get the better. This is terrible. I'm in it to win it, baby. I'm in it to win it. So There's a put a goddamn apostrophe in that guy. There's an Come asterisk, asterisk there. Yeah, asterisk and an apostrophe. All right, Mares. Wings. Reese's is off the board. <laughs> I'm gonna be so pissed about this. I'm gonna go with Skittles. I'm gonna take. It's not even like I'm kind Skittles of. Skittles like number two. Yeah, you're doing like... the same thing. You don't even like Skittles. No, I do like Skittles. I just like Reese's so much, and he doesn't like them, and it's it's annoying. I, I do I like Reese's. It's not like my favorite candy though. Yo, Skittles number two. How, yeah, why that, the, that, that's a, why that's are people talking bust. about this? That's a bust. Yeah. Skittles why are people is, talking? Absolutely. There is some. Is Skittles yeah. not a like popular candy? Skittle, like Skittles is the number one candy on uh, in grade school plastic <laughs> pumpkins the world round. I, 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 I don't. Know, I thought we were picking for our own tastes. So, wow, so far that okay. we've gone zero for right. two. Well, right. are good we're in it to win it, Eric. It was the right pick. It, it was the right pick. It was. It it was, was the LeBron James of picks, of course it was yes. right. Yeah, I mean, there's no, there's, by the way, there's no, it's not a coincidence that Skittles sounds a little bit like Skeetus Vili. <laughs> All right, I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to take the Snickers. I'll take them in Snickers. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's like taking Julio Okafor, like number three. Man, like, oh, you, get out of here. From fruity, if you're, if fruity Nugs, even the Fruity Nugs, <laughs> like taste the rainbow, then what the Huge, hell is huge reach. Yeah. <laughs> Skittles. Drafted Did you just call M&M's no Jaleel Okafor? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that. I just, wow, I thought everybody liked Skittles. <clears throat> um, I, I like them. Don't love right. them. With Eric, the number four pick picks. in the 2020 <laughs> Halloween Candy Draft, D-Line, parentheses Eric, selects. Milky Way. <laughs> I haven't had a Milky Way in like ten years. This, that's the oldest. This is the oldest that you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. You can have Worker's original next round too. Eric's Milky Way. Eric took the fourth year senior. You guys don't like uh, nougat? No Milky Way. I was thinking Milky Way. Milky Way and Snickers are pretty similar. Yeah, the, the Snickers is just a Milky Way without without uh, peanuts. The peanuts are what bring it together. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, you get another Nuggets pick here. Oh, I get you a snake it. Pick. Well, see, that's just it. Like, come on, Dev. I've got two in a row. So. People really popping out of the woodwork for this segment. <laughs> well, I, I I really I really thought Snickers was still going to be on the board. I don't know after those almost, first two. I almost took um. 
Oh, I boy. was hoping to get Skittles when uh, when it wrapped back around. Skittles is good. Oh, Thank you. I'm gonna defend Adam. Skittles Thank is good. You. Thank you. Uh, right. And you know what's funny is that I, as I told you guys, I literally have candy wrappers around me while making these picks, but both <laughs> of those picks were off the board. You know what I'll go with? Hundred grand. Huh? Wow. You know I'll go with. In with the fifth pick in the <laughs> Emmanuel Moody. I will choose Butterfinger. Uh, I, another another old timer candy. <laughs> another old timer candy. It's horrible. I don't think Butterfinger is an old timey. I think it is. Butterfinger much more old timey than the Milky Way. Really? Wow. I can I, I love how I love how this draft is shaping up for me. Just gonna... it's fa- it's falling exactly how Wynn was hoping yeah. first. <laughs> it's actually it's like a Lakers fan. Yeah, yeah this is exactly ex- exactly how I mocked the draft. So it's like, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> See, she's in, they're all here. Friends all here. <laughs> all right. I'm going to circle here, back here. I'm going to take a classic. Uh, I think these are these are won't to be found in any plastic hollow pumpkin. And no kid is disappointed to just find a classic M&M's bag. Oh, man, what a what a boring pick. Boo. Who took Butterfingers? Get out of here. Yeah, I did because it was what a superior. Are you, what are you, 40? Oh, man. Wait a second. I, I'm, I'm uh, older than 40. Yeah. That's rough. <laughs> now this is just mean. I'm sorry. All right. I'm ready to redeem myself. Okay. I can't believe I forgot my actual favorite. God damn it. <laughs> Hopefully it's still back on the board. Oh, I'm, God. I'm, I just I'm have to take, pray. As I learned from uh, my co-host on the Lockdown NBA last night, Anthony Irwin, Reese's Pieces are the little ones. Like Judges? The Reese's Pieces. No, no. Oh, that's Judges? it. Yeah, cups. absolutely. Absolutely. Pieces yeah, and cups, completely different. Yeah, all right, all right. Pieces right, are the little, right. the little, like, they're like M&M's. I thought we went over uh, pre-show that. Yeah, this is exactly Reese's what you talked about, specifically with Reese's. No, 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 no. I'm about no, no, the Reese's, and you were like, well, Reese's pumpkin spice Reese's or Reese's white That's chocolate. what you like, just those did. Those are the same. The but cups. Reese's is but in Reese's the name. But Reese's Pieces is a completely different candy than Reese's. Like, if, if, if I handed you, <laughs> if I handed Beat you Beat it, Dev. You don't know what you're talking about. You wouldn't say thanks for the Reese's Pieces. Get out of here, Dev. Pieces, those are like the little, like, peanut, peanut butter flavored. All right, I think Guy makes the final ruling on this. Okay, that's yeah. yeah those are the same candy. It literally has Reese's in the name. Reese's in the name. No, 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 no. No, no. The comment section here because I am being attacked, man. This is a they're they're different. They're different. Come on, guy. You're being you're you've been giving the smallest amount of power. You immediately abused it. Yeah, and I think I've really downgraded myself by looking even more like a child. Are you in a costume? Okay, so Adam got the pieces. Harrison. Totally All right, I got a back-to-back picture. This is a lot of pressure, oh. a lot of pressure. Um, <laughs> no. I will go Starburst. Okay. Go All Starburst. Right. And uh, for my next pick. Starbursts are good. I can't believe you just, you just like glossed over Starburst. You didn't even explain why this is a fantastic pick. But that was well, I'm, I'm actually surprised they're still available, to be, to be quite honest. Yes. It's a great candy. Like the Desmond like Bain of this draft. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the athletic guys are all in on Starburst. For my second pick, oh, this okay. is tough. Like, do I go chocolate? Do I go sweet? I'm Don't worried about it. having too much sweet in my uh, in my Don't roster here. Don't blow it. Don't blow it. Um, this is how this is how franchises are made and lost. 
<laughs> I am going to go great, with... Great point by Fruity Nuggets. Hold on. The Starbursts are the crawfish. Because I love a crawfish boil. It's fantastic. But it is a lot of work to get to the tiny... And he's right. A Starburst, it really does take like a solid 60 seconds to try to like and, get the wrapper off. And sometimes there's still a bottom piece a on the bottom stuck, and you yeah, missed yeah. it. Okay, like, okay, oh, let's, yeah. okay. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on. You're right. Okay. Uh, I, I'm just going to go with a... Uh, I'm going to go with a super reliable... Uh, a super reliable pick here to start round three. Okay. Twix. Oh, it's a great pick. It's a great pick. You know what? I think we survived. I think we survived the wind two piece there, man. I was worried, but I think I, we I survived. Was I thought he was going to take something good. Um, <laughs> Twix is all right. Whenever you guys see, you see on tw like Twitter, sometimes they'll be like favorite candy by <laughs> And then like Twix is always up there. I'm always like, I don't think that's anybody's favorite. Twix no, it's not. It's not anybody's favorite, but it's not anybody's Twix. least favorite either. I, I betrayed my own board. I love Twix. What, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Eric, you're losing. That's all. <laughs> all right, I've got, I've got, I've got the winner though. This pick, this pick makes me, puts me ahead. Peanut M and M's. Peanut, peanut. Oh. That's a good one. It's a solid candy. Uh, it's, it's, it's a solid it's pick. A solid it's fine. It's fine. Solid Are you doing this fine. again? Peanut M and M's. No, it's solid. M and M's. M and M's. This is so truly just. Adam's gonna take like the tropical, the tropical pack of Starburst in uh, round four. He's done it in back-to-back picks now. <laughs> Dude, look at, look at this coffee. Like, have you had a Reese's and there's something like Reese's you pieces, pumpkin-shaped Reese's? No, that's the, that's the same thing. There's a different shape, but uh, uh, let, it, let, the, let the baby have his sugar bottle next. <laughs> All right. I have a I have a shape I like, Patrick. I'm sorry. Oh man, I'm I'm I'm, so, I'm very nervous right now. Very nervous right now. With my third pick in the 2020 DNVR Nuggets Halloween candy draft. It's a mouthful. I'm going with the Hershey's bar. Still on the board. Oh, that's the Hershey's oldest bar. pick of all. Thank God. Wow, yeah. what a terrible. I, I'm terrible going to the pick. comments. I'm going to the comments. People love a Hershey bar. What a this, terrible, this is, this terrible is a mid-range jump shooter. This is like a, a, sure. a post-up center with a nice mid-range game. Is what you just drafted here. You ready for the Jokic of this okay. draft? David West of Candies. The deep pick Jokic of this draft. With the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, oh 11. With the 12th pick in the 2020 candy, <laughs> Halloween candy draft, D-Line takes Sour Patch Kids. Oh. Good pick. Good pick. I thought about taking them in the third round. SPKs, dude. That's like Good my pick. top candy. I can't. I betrayed myself. The only problem with Sour Patch Kids, you, no can't, problem. Eat, you can't eat a whole bag of them. You just can't do it. True. What? This is true. Yeah. But Halloween, back. everything is, is It's a good pick, sized. though. I, I, I approve the pick, D-Line. I approve it. Real I'm back on the board, baby. Yeah, good pick. Um, okay, and there's a snake. So how, uh, how many rounds is it going? <laughs> it's a good question. It's a good question. I, at this point, I'm probably going to round out the rest of the show. <laughs> just until, until every candy's off the board. <laughs> yep. Yeah, um, let's see. Uh, okay, with this, the 13th pick, I will... Uh, I'll go... Uh, the weird religious neighbor that gives you a Bible pamphlet or some pennies. Okay. No, you know what? I'll go. Uh, you know what? I'll go. Nerds. Nerds. Nerds are good. Nerds are good. Oh, okay. Not your teeth man. look good. You can draft ahead of me any day, brother. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Kit Kats. I think I'm surprised. Oh, still on the board. I cannot believe I forgot Kit Kats. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good. I did no, I did no research for this. I got to be honest. I did no research for this. It's coming back to bite me in a big way. Kit Kat was the one that was overrated when he was mocked at seven, but he fell yes. all the way down to twenty-three, so, and it's like, can wow. we like, 
Can we quickly like talk Poku about roster construction here? How we've got Adam here with nothing but small ball going on. <laughs> yeah, got all chocolate on votes team. So like no tall ball right twenty twenty. I've got a long yeah. boy in Twix. Harrison? Long boy in yeah. Twix. I feel like I was. You guys were. I would have heard guy. He's got a like scouting report on these. What, yeah. What's, Harrison, Harrison, I was just gonna say he's got depth, he's got size. He does and then we've got Eric over here. It's just all over the place, man. Yeah, like, all over the place. I've, you know what I've got? I've got uh, variety. Versatility. I've got versatility. Like you guys are gonna find yourself in a matchup where you're not equipped to handle the competition. Me, I've got, what? I've got Those chocolate for you. Anyone. I've got. Uh, That's it, like the I, Isaiah, t like it on your team over here. I think I don't Milky know. Way and Butterfingers is such an old man pick, and Sour Patch Kids and Nerds is such a child's pick. Yeah, you're just the Utah Jazz. You're the Utah Jazz. And I'm I'm going to come in early. We'll see how the voting shakes out. I, I have Harrison as the Clippers here, okay? People are going to talk oh, about him as the odds-on favorite coming out. Uh, but there might need to be a coaching change. Okay, Adam, it's your pick. I'm going to deviate a little bit from my system here. Oh, boy. I'm not going to be spherical here. It's going to be more um, oblong here. But I got hot tamales. Hot tamales. This does uh, not count. Right. This does not <laughs> count. count what, do you, what do you mean? What do you mean? This totally uh, counts. Adam totally is, count. Adam's totally the kid who grew up eating hot tamales. There, there's think, Everybody knows that kid. Those are candies. You're not the, not actual tamales. I'm saying like yes, hot tamales. Yes. You know that, you know, oh, yeah. I really thought you were talking about tamales. <laughs> no, hot tamales. What? You know who's upset right now is Adam that he doesn't have the snake pick so he can immediately choose Mike and Ike's to I go know. along <laughs> with hot tamales. <laughs> <laughs> are good, so joke's on you. Hot tamales are fantastic. Everybody likes hot tamales. No, they don't. Uh, so, are, is this a five-round uh, draft? I have to know because my next pick determines that. Five rounds? Yeah, let's make we'll, this last we're round. We're going at least five. five. We're going at least five. This, 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 is, the, this is the the, the, the final round because we got a, a starting five. People think I'm tanking. Yeah. <laughs> Adam's taken Adam is taking for the double draft, obviously. This is my favorite show. Alright, I got two picks left. Two picks left. No. Hold on, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I have never been trick-or-treating. True fact. True what? story. I've been with my, I've been with my kids what the hell? last year, so it's All true. Right. I have never been trick-or-treating. Stop Jeez. the draft. we got to unpack this, dude. The Come hot on. tamales pick makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, okay. Two more picks left. Um, another reliable candy uh, that I think is a little underrated, Baby Ruth. Yeah. Uh, if you want to talk about an old-timey yeah, candy, it's, an old it's literally named after a baseball player. I, I need, I need a veteran presence on my team. Need a veteran presence on my team. Maybe Ruth's also always like, yeah, like too hard. They go stale. That's when they're well, they're better if you put them in the fridge. Okay, all right. Okay, my last pick. Um, this is a bit of a uh, this is a bit of a shot in the dark. Shot in the dark. Uh, a lot of potential. Caramel apple pop. That's a good one. No, I approve. I approve. It's, this one's an old person one too. This is like this was this was the number one pick in the forties. The homemade caramel apple pop. That caramel is, apple pop. It's the perfect fifth round selection. Perfect guy to round out your team. Tons of upside. The Monte Morris of Halloween candy. It is. It's the Monte Morris candy. It's fantastic. It's actually really it's like two candies in one because you have the caramel part first and then yeah. the apple part second. All right, I'll, I'll do Adam's last pick for him. He'll take Al Horford on a I've max been... deal. <laughs> oh, I am taking the Al Horford, but you you don't know what it is. Everyone's going to hate this one but me. It's the Mr. Good Bar, the ultimate Halloween candy. 
fantastic, simple, plain, but it's it's delicious. I don't even like know what a Mr. Goodbar tastes like. This is actually the Jokic of the draft because this is the one I if I was drafting this the way I think personally, it would have been number one. But I knew nobody would take it, so I was like, you know what, I'll get it in the second round. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) sure. All right, with my final pick, I am going to take. Would have been a reach on a first rounder, but it belongs somewhere on this board. Three Musketeers, lock it in. I don't, don't like that one either. Don't, not, not a it's a it's a popular one. Is it Milky popular? Way, Milky Way Musketeers and it comes in that three pack, you know, like yeah, Snickers, Milky Way, Three Musketeers. I think nougat is a thing I don't like. I'm not sure. I think that's what it is that all those have. That's not good. Eric, what's going on? Eric, are you? Oh, you're muted. He doesn't realize he's muted. Oh, I had so many good jokes I was firing up. I was worried that you'd gone so quiet for so long. Unbelievable. Um, Wow. Adam, how come you were unclear on your feelings on nougat? Uh, this feels like something you're supposed to a relationship you're supposed to establish <laughs> early on in your life. I want to know truth. I actually don't like too many sweets, so I don't have much of a sweet tooth. Yeah, no, we see your team. We know that. <laughs> All right, with the final pick in the 2020 Halloween candy draft, it's a lot of pressure, man. I will take Twizzlers. Twizzlers. Uh, <laughs> Twizzlers, yeah. no. Yeah. Twizzlers. I'll, I'll say this about your team: it would probably beat the Nuggets in January. Yo, my but team that's is not necessarily a good sign. My I, team, I think. Like to see yeah. what the people vote on. I think. I, I think, Eric, that's the case of trying to find just too much value in the second round. The or caramel the apple pop. <laughs> you got yeah, You gotta find. You gotta find a dime in the rough. Unbelievable. It's a copycat <laughs> league, man. I'm just going big. We're just. It's a copycat league. <laughs> I like it, man. That was a fun draft. We missed like two rules didn't get drafted. There was a lot that didn't get drafted. Yeah, a lot of potential summer league signings. Yeah. I uh, I definitely lost a lot of credibility here on the draft today. <laughs> I can't believe nobody took gummy bears. I'm literally eating them right now. Maybe that's why nobody took them. Gummy bears and Twizzlers, I like. I don't like that. I don't think they taste good. Both of them taste like uh, plastic or rubber. They're not. I don't think those are good. You, you, why don't you eat hot tamales and we'll talk about it? You could have you could have picked up hot tamales off the street as an undrafted free. <laughs> Nobody would have taken them. I can guarantee you. <laughs> All right, what are we doing? Are we ending the show or are we doing a read? No, we're on a break. Wind. God, was this out. your first time? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, the se- college football and NFL season is in full swing, and there is no better place to get. I'm going to right mute myself. Oh my god! Just throw this show out. Just throw this episode in the garbage. Oh man! All right. <laughs> we could do a whole episode of that. We do have to unpack that you've never trick or treated. I feel like hot tamales is just like a symbolic candy of how you grew up in some way in some way shape or form like. maybe maybe it's a mexican candy i don't know like is this really that foreign hot tamales it's like my no, wife's i don't know no they no, no it's not they're not foreign they're just lesser <laughs> anyways uh head on over to DraftKings sportsbook america's top rated sportsbook app for all your college football and nfl betting 
So many storylines going on across both professional and college sports. This is the time to check out all that DraftKings Sportsbook has to offer to celebrate the showdown in Happy Valley. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to turn $1 into $100 when placing a bet on either Ohio State or Penn State. You just have to put $1 on which team Ohio State or Penn State will win. If your team wins, you get $100. As simple as that. Then you can just cash out. Save the money. Download the Top Red DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get this can't miss offer. Pick either Penn State or Ohio State, bet $1 on them, and cash $100 if they win. I choose to believe that this is a reference to Goodwill Hunting, and I accept it as such. <laughs> All right. I, I get that reference. Uh, that's $1 to win $100 when you use promo code DNVR during sign up for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be uh, 21 or older Colorado only bonus comprised by first deposit bonus and a first bet match each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25x playthrough restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Also, guys, make sure to hit up Virginia at Chevalier Mortgage. 303-257-6578 or visit www.dnvrmortgage.com. The official mortgage lending advisors of dnvr uh they're great people again if you visit dnvrmortgage.com and enter to win you can enter to win a free dnvr shirt or hat of your choice and when you do most importantly get set up with a free consultation to discuss all of your options that's dnvrmortgage.com obviously your home is likely to be one of your largest assets and your mortgage your largest debts uh, mike in virginia at Chevalier Mortgage know what's up. So hit them up today. 970-412-2472 or visit dnvrmortgage.com. Adam, you're losing that poll. I just saw it on Twitter. <laughs> oh, good candy. Already. Yeah, you got 51 votes already and it's not looking no. good. How am I, how am I doing? How am I going? No, 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 no. We haven't we haven't put out the teams yet. Adam just put it, Adam is just feeling a little <laughs> self-conscious about the hot ball. <laughs> so he put his own out. Well, there's only one proper way to wrap up an episode like this, and I by feel proper, like we can keep arguing it, but you know what? I mean, I mean horrible. Can um, we just draft something else? Like, let's just continue to draft things. What, what about each other? Draft, draft, draft one another. Holidays. Every Friday we draft a new thing. I'm so I'm, I'm down for every day. To be honest. Like, <laughs> no, what I had in mind, and I already regret this idea now that it's coming out of my mouth, was to to go to Eric, aka D Line, and, and hold just on, hold on, hold on. Before you get there, we might have a new. Sometimes we call an audible because <laughs> an important audible comes around, and I feel like such an audible has just happened. Oh. Um, we, we can't move on from that great segment. We have to bring in an, a, a real judge, not Guy. Can we bring in Ariana? Oh, oh my goodness. Yes. Yes. <laughs> this is incredible. Yes. What a treat. I've never been happier in my entire life. <laughs> How are you? There you are. Am I being called in as like an number? Am I an emergency judge right now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly what you are. Things yeah. got, you, uh, you, things got you need a ruling. You had a lot of takes, um, so, so I, I figured such, you, you, you got to get them all I out. Have such an important, I have such an important first question. So have you guys had 100 grands before? Like, do you guys know that? We've had them. We've had, we've had them. I've probably had one, but, like, I can't differentiate it between, like, another, like, classic mini chocolate thing right now. Same. All right, I'm not going to – I'm not, uh, not going to shoot you straight here. I uh, – 
I felt the pressure of the spotlight a little bit. Uh, I don't even believe in some of my picks. Looking Maybe back, you're overheating in that hot dog costume. <laughs> I've got to say, like the one drawback, the two drawbacks of the hot dog costume. Number one, very hot. <laughs> and number two, I can see myself wearing it the whole time. It's it's a terrible thing. <laughs> 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 but so I, I froze. Hundred grand, very good. Better than Twizzlers. No, I thought Twizzlers was the great was a great choice. Okay. I thought Twizzlers was like ball ball. Like that to me was like ball ball. <laughs> it, it is a long boy. Very, long a, lot, a lot of length there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before before we ask you for the winner, do you have a favorite pick in the draft? Me personally. Yes. Uh, my Let's favorite see. pick in the draft. I mean, hot tamales lead me into. Yeah, that, that caught us all off guard. Yeah. It's <laughs> impossible for me to move on. Um, other than that, I think I have to. I think caramel apple pop is such a nostalgic, beautiful choice. Yeah, yeah. like that was just like nostalgic. That, that, yeah, like I, I, I forgot all about that candy and it's so good it takes it's like you, you you don't get them often but when you were trick-or-treating and you did get them you were like wow my yes. night has been made totally <laughs> yeah caramel so apple pop and it's so diverse it's like you because it's also like kind of covered in yeah covered in caramel so you think it's going to do one thing you're like oh this is just kind of like a sweetheart but then you get into that apple and it's like sour and it has so it's kind of like to me it's a um it's a two-way player, and that's <laughs> it is. Yeah, it goes between sweet and sweet. <laughs> well, listen, you've got the board in front of you. You can see the teams. We're going to put this out to the people, but we need our emergency guest judge ruling. Ariana, who's the winner of the 2020 DNVR Nuggets Halloween candy draft? I believe that it has to go to Harrison. How could it not? Look at that squad. Wow. I have wow. to go to Harrison. What good cool the guy with the number one Yeah, it was the number one. Hey, it's tough having the number one pick. You know, it, it's there's a lot of pressure when you have the number one pick. I mean you could bust, you know, but you deserve this. He's dying. You drafted you could have blown it. A lot of times people get the number one draft and they blow it. You did not. No, I could have blown it. I could have taken Starburst, which was actually exactly. in contention for the number one pick. I'm, just, I'm disappointed wanna, with this decision. I want to have you I'm on disgusted. the show, um, like as like I was a full guest here. But so I I don't want to like use up all of these picks. But I just want your your quick perspective on what we just saw inside the bubble because I felt like it was pretty magical. We lost her. Up, oh, she's perfect. Frozen. Unbelievable timing. Perfect timing. That was magical. <laughs> That's what we get for trying to go into basketball talk. We'll have to have her on again. I mean, Ariana's really interesting. She's the she, best. She, she is the best. And if you don't know, so she actually, her story was she picked the Nuggets out of a hat. She just was going to become a team, and she picked the Nuggets at the perfect moment. And let's be honest, guys, it's been a pretty good run since she became a Nuggets fan. I don't Yo, think they've been playoff since. Yo, she didn't only pick the Nuggets out of the hat. She was also gifted by the universe the Broncos and the Rockies, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, it was meant to be. special thing. It's a pretty special thing, so... 
Well, listen, guys, I've had a lot of fun today, and I think there's only way to wrap that up and put a cherry on top of it and just ruin it. And so let's go to D-Line, and let's let's figure out what's going on online these days. Oh, wow. Do we have uh, – is there some sort of – can we connect to the online? Dial it up, baby. <laughs> Dial it up. There we go. Oh, there we go. <laughs> wow. Wow. It's great to be back, guys. Couldn't feel better. So, guys, <laughs> I don't know about you, but I've been spending a lot of my time online since we've been stuck inside of our homes. I've been uh, – checking things out, seeing what's happening. And I've picked a few of my favorites to bring to you to let you know what's going online with D-Line. So, Guy, first and foremost, we sort of brought this up, but we never really broke it quite down. Do you have that uh, YouTube video up that we were discussing early on of uh, of Jokic and his actual dancing at his wedding? So we obviously discussed the wedding. Uh, Miroslav was hot on this. Um, But let's... But, but look at how sweet this is. <laughs> like, I feel uncomfortable right now. I don't. I feel like I've never felt close. This is. This looks like every wedding I've ever been to in my entire life, and none of them were multimillionaires. Oh, oh, that's that's a hundred percent true. Yeah, that's the one thing I'll say about it. Is everything I've seen from, and I even heard from some of the Serbians saying like, yeah, he had like such a traditional Sambor wedding, like at the same place everybody gets married, and very very quaint and. Uh, I love that he's wearing a blue suit. He's not even wearing, like, a tuxedo. He's wearing, like, a, a suit that your insurance <laughs> adjuster that. would wear. I've seen that suit before, actually. Yeah, he wears that. Uh, yeah, he sometimes wears that one. Yeah. But he's, That's and he, the and, one. That's the one he's got. That's the one. No. But look, I mean, look at this. Like, I'm so I, happy I, for this him. Just, yes, cold. I'm so happy for him. But this just endeared him to me even more, which I thought was an impossible feat. Mm. Nicole Jokic, what a great guy. I don't know if the smoke machine is uh, Serbian, like, uh, tradition, but I dig it. It's it's festive. It's Halloween. I dig it. Yeah, the Serbians in the uh, in the the comments can maybe uh, chime in. Is this is this traditional Serbian uh, tradition to have a a smoke machine at your wedding? I think it's just a, a wedding thing. So okay, hold on here. Share screen. So uh, what else is going on online these days, guys? Let me find my um, <laughs> window. This is a really rough the online with D-Line. This is particularly like, uh, bad. Yeah, particularly rough. I feel all anxious inside. Just yeah, yeah. It's this. pretty bad. Um, if you could. If you could uh, share the uh, guy, I'd appreciate it, or everybody with the uh, sharing proof. So look at this. Do you, are you guys know who Talib Kweli is? Oh, my okay, God. This is a big W. This is a big W. Do you, do, Talib Kweli, who, uh, along with most deaf, make a black star. This is a famed Brooklyn rapper, probably will be wearing the Basquiat-inspired Brooklyn Nets jersey next uh, year, is wearing a Denver Nuggets... <laughs> Neon hat on the Eric Andre show. Uh, I can't believe this. I mean, what do we have outside of one GIF where we saw, or the one video of a guy wearing the Denver Nuggets jeans? When have we ever seen the, <laughs> the Denver true. Nuggets show up in popular culture, let alone that's on a true. rapper? No, this yeah. is true. That's a big dub. Actually, no, a there's, dub, a, there's an old photo of Snoop Dogg out there in full Nuggets gear, but I don't know if well, and then the and, and then to that end, uh, rappers. The the all all around the world have embraced the Denver Nuggets oh, as their number and one that's team. That's a post rebrand. That's a this is Ghostface. Rock. So is the other one. This is Ghostface Killer, member of Wait. the Wu Tang Clan. Uh, I really thought that was Kendrick Perkins at first. Not <laughs> no. This is Ghostface Killer with a very uncomfortably evenly shaven beard, wearing with his. Uh, these, um, I, I guess they're crocodile wallabies, <laughs> or maybe there's some other, maybe ostrich. Anyway, Denver Nuggets. Look at this, so, guys. So, Ghostface Killer in the club. 
in the Ghostface Killer is in the, sure in the club. It's unbelievable. The, the Denver Nuggets have gone worldwide, or at least it has, at least has made it to New York. Welcome, Ghostface. <laughs> So, guys, we are absolutely in the time of year where we are uh, finding out what players that we previously didn't know were threats from the three-point line. I I was talking about this clip a couple days ago. The choreographed. The threat from the three. So, next time that you suit up against Andre Drummond, I hope that you'll consider him a stretch five, as this clip is clearly demonstrating. The man has range. Dwayne, or uh, who's the coach in Cleveland, actually? I I don't even know. Um, Anyways, uh, they need to put this play into their playbook. (laughs) This is the best. Wait, so is the coach in Cleveland? uh, Is it it still LeBron? I don't know. (laughs) I actually don't know. I'm going to Google this. uh, No, it's... uh, Jamie Bickerstaff. Yeah, it's Bickerstaff. But there's nothing oh, better yeah, than right. this time of year where we get everybody's workout videos and we find out all of the shots they're working on. Remember when we found out that James Harden was working on that amazing one-footed shot that he never shot once in the NBA, but yeah, then Nikola Jokic turned into the Sambor shuffle? shuffle? Yes. Um, do you like, what do you guys, what is what is more funny to you? The um, big who added the three-point shot or the player who added 10 pounds of muscle? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it, generally, they're the same guy. And it's, and it's always JaVale McGee. It's JaVale McGee. No, my favorite one is Hassan Whiteside because his video is the best because he looks at the camera and he says something like, can't or not allowed to. <laughs> I also just, I didn't, I didn't include it in this because, uh, you know, for time restrictions, but I did see a clip of Tory Craig bearing like seven threes in a row. So, you know, I guess he's, uh, we don't need to, we don't need to find it. that shooter. We've got him. What, what, what makes this play so good is like this is this is like a throwback to high school when you're running like five on zero drills, just like running through your plays. This is like exactly how it should work, and it just works out for this beautiful quarter. It, it, it's, almost, it's almost like the defenders were in on it. <laughs> I think Justin Bieber did this exact same thing. <laughs> so what else is going online these days, oh guys? The God. last the to to round it out and to send us into a beautiful Halloween weekend in the theme of weddings. This man got married with a pair of custom leather Kobe Bryant's. Beautiful. Um, although the more I look at them, <laughs> like, do these these just look like orthopedic shoes to the? Like they look they look ridiculous. Like you, it sounds like in uh, theory that, that this should yeah. be like an amazing thing, but they look ridiculous. I don't know how we, they look like what the NBA referees wear. They look like what you wear when you work a double shift at McDonald's and can't. Yeah, they, they look like what you wear when you're a waiter. Anyway, this this gentleman very impressed with these Kobe's. I, uh, I, I'm wondering if these are the only photos that came out of the wedding. Those are the uh, the Tim Donaghy ones. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Elevens, though, I've I've been to many a wedding with, with uh, Jordan Elevens. Yeah, the, the Concords. Well, if you look at his beautiful bride, she's wearing the off-white fours, which is yeah, a much better I choice. I like those a lot more than his. Yeah, she looks dope, man. He looks like a douchebag. Anyway, that's right, what's no, going on online. <laughs> There it is. The glorious train wreck is over. Pulling back into the station. Halloween candy wreck. draft in the books. Um, I'm definitely going to start planning more fantasy drafts for this, <laughs> this show. That I, think was... we found, I think we found something. Send us, yeah. send us your suggestions for things we can draft. It's the new casual Friday move. <laughs> Enjoy your weekends, friend. We'll talk to you again on Monday. More profiles coming up next week. Check them out on thednvr.com. Be safe. Stay sane. Much love. 
Green Mountain Dental Group has been partnered with us for a while, and they are still giving away this awesome promotion. I swear to God, one of the coolest promotions that any of our sponsors give out. They are still giving away a free Sonicare toothbrush when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam. Look, we've all got to go to the dentist once or twice a year. Might as well get a free Sonicare toothbrush, a top-of-the-line electric toothbrush that will last you a while and will lead to healthier teeth and less dentist visits in the long run out of it. So hit them up today. They are located just 15 minutes from downtown Denver. Green Mountain Dental Group. Schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam. Get a free Sonicare toothbrush today.